0: wait no longer greatness has arrived welcome to the trophy room a playstation podcast made by the players for the players i am your host joseph and it is here on this very podcast where each and every thursday me and my best friend kyle talk about the latest and greatest in all things playstation so with all that said with all that out of the way the greatest co-host whoever is whoever will be mr kyle stevenson how are you sir
1: doing great Looting and shooting all week, Joe. I'm ready,
0: Quick. man. <laughs> yeah, whoa! You came out of the game ready to fire on this one. Holy I'm crap, ready. dude! Uh, this is the, you've been. I also for had Mountain
1: week. Dew before recording. So oh, like, you're. We know, we know. We know what happens when you yeah. yeah. Mountain Dew. Before yeah, we the you're show. doing
0: the Dew. Do. No, you've I'm been ready. waiting for this week for a very long time. This yeah. is Borderlands three week. But before we talk about Borderlands three mm-hmm. and how we think about it, before we talk about how many PlayStations there are in North America, medieval going gold. Uh, sunset overdrive now belongs to playstation e3 maybe doing something real stupid or maybe is
1: kind of bad until halfway through
0: who knows but before we talk about that kyle yeah how we start the show each and every week what have you been playing
1: so so obviously we'll talk about borderlands in a bit but so i want to highlight something that i've uh, uh, a couple little small things. Okay. Um, I downloaded uh, or I restarted Celeste with the new DLC, the Chapter Ooh, 9 DLC.
0: How are you liking it? How are you liking it? Uh,
1: it is as difficult as I remember. Okay. Um, I, it takes me a while to to get back into that muscle memory thing. But the uh, brand new music is still killer. The visuals are still great. Um, the story is super, super tough. Like, emotionally tough. Oh, okay. Um. So, like, the, the first the main game is basically about you know uh anxiety and depression and and overcoming that stuff and then what's this dlc uh, about chapter nine like she's walking up to her uh her grandma and then uh, lightning flashes and then it's just a gravestone so her grandmother dies No, and then she sees a bird flying and then the bird flies off and and madeline's like that's my grandma i have to go get her oh
0: and not and,
1: and feeling sad because she wasn't there at the yeah. funeral yeah and so like it's all like it's it's heavy stuff but it's yeah. important because we all go through that it deals with um, loss
0: deals with regret something absolutely. we all know so much about yeah
1: yeah so um i, I got up to the the first heart mm-hmm. um and when you collect the heart it just says empty heart oh. so it, it's not the end and you have to keep like it's what Matt plays game and Games did, and I forgot their new studio name. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's extremely okay games. I think so. I think yeah, yeah. Re-branded. yeah. Um, what they do with story in this eight bit platformer type of way is just beautiful. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Um, I can't wait to finish it. Um, That's awesome, And then dude. I yeah, and I picked up Creature in the Well on Switch. How are you liking it? I know you, you love that too.
0: But yes, continue. Sure.
1: Um, I like it a lot. I'm not very good at it. Yeah. It is. It's. A, it's definitely hard.
0: Yeah, um, that's what I'm getting. A lot of people are like, "Whoa, yeah. this game is difficult."
1: Yeah, but uh, the I one like it though, it's cool. yeah.
0: The one thing I heard that it does though, when you unlock like certain sections, because what Creature in the Well is is a dungeon crawler meets pinball, and it yeah. is as crazy as it seems. When you're when you beat certain sections, it gives you uh, a type of uh, like base currency. So if you're stuck on something, you can actually still open the door and advance through the story just mm. because you're stuck on something doesn't mean it holds you which i really really dig Absolutely. that yeah. um but yeah w- with that i've been playing and this is what we start the bloodborne update number three.
1: oh, where are we where are we
0: uh still in the same exact place because i ah. finished gears of war <laughs> Fair. <laughs> yeah yeah but so i can that... be
1: mad at you for two different reasons that yes you're, you're still playing bloodborne yeah. and you're playing xbox
0: Listen, I we have a fling. It means nothing <laughs> not to really me. Not really mad, by the yeah. way, listeners. Not really <laughs> mad. Um, everybody knows. I dust off the Xbox for Gears and Halo, and that's about it. And so the dust is going to be collecting this thing as I start playing, for the first time ever, kind of sort of put an asterisk on it, Borderlands with Borderlands 3. My friend, let's get right into it.
1: Let's get into it.
0: Borderlands 3, as someone yeah. who walks who's walking in a veteran of the series like yourself, sure. Kyle. What are your expectations walking in for this game?
1: Uh, expectations are I want to see the same type of humor and writing that okay. I love from Borderlands 2. Okay. Um, besides gameplay and, and and looting all these cool-looking guns and, and different abilities and stuff, uh, for me, I actually really enjoy the writing of Borderlands. Ooh, that, and,
0: that's been really contentious, though. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. like everybody's like, Oh like one person said on Twitter like man just like how I think he said like it Gears of War has a no gore mode I would love this game to have a no jokes mode and I'm like ugh mm. that's a, that's and a take
1: with me saying like I love the writing Yeah I completely understand a lot of the jokes are are not great <laughs> It's <laughs> it's it, it's definitely very childlike but when you get into the heavy moments with the character based stuff like mm-hmm that's what i love and something that borderlands 2 did was um in borderlands one the the four characters you pick you don't hear their voices they're they're, they're not a part you don't feel like they're part of the story and two they are the npcs that give you missions and they yeah. flesh out their voices and their stories and my character that i played in as one uh roland spoiler alert for borderlands 2 uh he dies in two and i i it Gasp. It it hurt like I cried because that was my character. That yeah. was my that was my There's guy. Your boy. Yeah, and um, and seeing them continue that not with characters dying or whatnot, but seeing them taking these characters from two and even fleshing them even more yeah. out and bringing in the tales from the Borderlands people. Yeah, um, it's it's just been a great thing that all Borderlands is like finally together. Yeah, and it feels like it's not just a planet of Pandora; it's a universe, and it's it's something it, even it bigger. Feels, it, it feels big, which I okay. love. Okay.
0: Yeah, I I felt the same way going through it. Um, I know there was some controversy about one of the tales from the Borderlands voice actors. Yeah,
1: that's the what. That's another negative for me. It's it's hard for me to hear him, right, in this game because right. of all the the outside stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but thankfully he's only at the very beginning. Right. I don't know if he comes back. So, but yeah, I'm I'm happy that that part is gone for me.
0: Okay, for me, as someone walking in, never playing Tales of the Borderlands, that you know, I uh, knowing that this actor has been replaced with another for unknown reasons. Um, oh,
1: not that one. I'm talking about a different,
0: different. Oh, okay, person. cool, cool, cool. Uh,
1: basically, uh, the character Reese. Yes. Uh, was Troy Baker in Tales, and yes. it's not Troy in this one. He's fine. Yeah. Uh, I, I, that character i'm talking about vaughn uh, whose voice is chris hardwick yes that one is tough for me yeah. yeah yeah yeah
0: um but i think he does great in the role though like i i yeah, think i mean yes yeah you know at, at like as a character just taking any real life shit out of it he does a sure. good good job at what he's given a lot of the characters mm-hmm. do a really great job with what they're given i think lilith does a great yeah. job Absolutely. um the the new voice actor that's playing uh, claptrap i want to know your thoughts on that because for me um i again i don't i i've played of you know walking into it i've played a little bit of one but i mm. got out of it after the first sure. level same with two so this claptrap i was immediately sold once he started trying to be stealthy in the beginning and yeah. right when he says stealth slide i was yeah. just like oh my god okay i'm in i think <laughs> i think yeah he nailed yeah. the role um yeah, for sure. you you feel the same way
1: yeah, I I think claptrap is still claptrap, which is not a bad thing. Yeah. It's a, it's it's definitely a good thing. It, it helps break up uh, some of the other annoying jokes um, mm-hmm. from other characters. Even though he is kind of like a walking joke the whole yeah. game. Yeah. Um. But even like his his um, he has like a collectible thing on each level, yes. each world. Um. And when he calls in after you collect whatever, like those little things are fantastic. It just
0: mm-hmm. he does a great like, job.
1: Yeah, and the new new voice actor, I don't know the person's name, but um, it's still making Claptrap feel like that iconic character that he is in video games.
0: So So for me, when it comes to the writing, I think, yeah, some of the jokes land, and they land Mm -hmm. really well. And actually, some of the situations they land you in, they a lot of them do a really great job. And yeah. I think a lot of the characters do a really great job. I actually, you know, writing comedy is the really hard thing, so anybody could be a, sure. a hard critic on it, for sure, and you have a right mm-hmm. to be. But I think for the most part, Borderlands 3 is re- is still, the writing is still very solid for yeah. what their audience is. Now, with that said, again, some of the jokes, like, right off the bat, they did a poop joke, and I was just like... yeah. Come on, dude. Also, Ugh, like, stupid. Yeah, but the, like
1: the writing of the villains, I think is probably pretty weak compared to everyone else. Yes, I'm not a um, fan
0: of uh, of the twins that much. Yeah, I think their purpose Same. is just like they they've told you these people are threatening without really sure, and they do some threatening things for sure, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. they're pretty much YouTubers and
1: and they, yeah, they're Twitch <laughs> yeah. streamers, and yeah. it's it's. uh it's ramping up. Like they're they're becoming more diabolical, diabolical as I'm as the story. Going, okay, but it's still like
0: it's not it's like hard. Handsome Jack for you, who is like I, this.
1: exactly. It, it's hard for me to overlook how great Handsome Jack was. Mm. Okay. as a villain, and the, the performance that that voice actor gave to him. And then you get these two, and it's no, nothing against the voice actors. It's just yeah. like, it doesn't... It's what they're it's given. It's hard to meet that bar. Yeah. It's hard to meet my expectations for that.
0: So, lastly, let's talk about the gameplay. Let's talk about the weapons. Um, yeah. Walking into this, they said, they said from the get-go, this is more Borderlands. We're not trying to reinvent mm-hmm. the wheel here. Um, what do you feel about the gameplay so far? Does it feel <laughs> like a borderlands 2.5 or do they do enough to say hey this warrants that 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 numerical three at the end
1: yeah yeah, yeah. um in some ways it's a 2.5 okay. and in some ways i feel like it's a three um i love the enemy variety um yeah in three uh even just like the basic units um uh, just from aesthetic purposes mm-hmm. like i can't i was trying to remember, think back when i was playing two were there female psychos or like, yes, I was, yeah, I I
0: can't,
1: I can't remember, but in this one, like you get female and male psychos running at you and it's very equally distributed amongst the villains and and, and people you're, you're, you're shooting Um, in that way. I feel like that's a borderlands three. Yes. Um, And then 2.5, it's still the same guns. It's still kind of the same, 've gone to tributes and everything and all that stuff yeah. Uh, yeah the
0: thing that I love about the combat too is how they sneak humor into it with the psychos and well a Absolutely. lot of characters I, I find. Um, yeah. they're like, one of them, you shoot up, you shoot him. And as he's dying, he's like, my chili recipe dies with yes. me. <laughs>
1: like, exactly. Jesus and that's the stuff I love from yeah. Borderlands. It's just those little one-liners. Yeah. Like if you're paying attention, like they hit hard. Yeah.
0: And then like, there's one guy that I, I like so far. He's just been introduced. Cause I'm, I'm like a few hours in, like I'm on the third planet. Uh, yeah. I think I met Myra or Maya or I, I, the, I, the Maya. The, Maya. The, okay. other siren. the other siren. Uh, I think his name is like Sergeant. Chout or something like that? Yeah, Tront. Tront, yeah. Yeah. He's fucking hilarious to me. So, like, there are some funniness here. And Mm -hmm. and if you just open yourself up to it, yeah, the gameplay for me is, like, I feel like it's more Borderlands from what I've played previously. Mm -hmm. But it it really hooks you. It it has that Destiny appeal of, like, I feel like I'm kind of playing Destiny when I'm playing this, when, uh, as the guns just feel so tight. They yeah. feel really fun to shoot. Like I at- mean,
1: the other Borderlands games that I played, yeah. the one gun or there's two guns I barely ever use. And that's sniper rifles. That's just not how I play Borderlands. Mm. And I never really use shotguns. In Borderlands 3, I'm using the shotguns so much because so they much feel so good. Yep. And my favorite thing to do is aiming for the, the enemy's legs and seeing them... get shot backwards and flying backwards, and you shoot them in the air. They launch. Oh, it's so much fun doing that.
0: Yep. Um. Yeah, and then like some of the the weapons that you're able, like when you reload them, I had this shotgun, which like the weapon variety is insane. When they say they have a billion guns, they really mean it. Like, amazing.
1: Each weapon manufacturer actually feels different.
0: Yes. Which is great. And so I was shooting this one shotgun, and how you reload it is you just toss it, and it acts like a grenade, and it just blows up, and you just get another one. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? This is awesome. So, like...
1: Uh, I I came across an assault rifle... And uh, another thing where I think it's more Borderlands 3 than 2.5 is Mm -hmm. having each gun have alternate fire modes, Mm -hmm. which is great. So I found an an assault rifle, which is more like a grenade launcher type thing. Um, And one, the the main one is it explodes on impact. The second one is sticky. So, like, you can just stick a whole set of rounds into this enemy. And then when you reload, it causes them all to explode.
0: Oh, my God. That's awesome. So,
1: like it it works very well like when you are down mm-hmm. and you have to kill someone to get back up get your second win yeah um just reload when you go down and you can just see all the explosions go all over him and then That's boom nuts. you're up now, it's it's more of like a strategy thing now yeah, are you playing with
0: people or are you playing alone and who are you I've, playing as
1: i played solo so mm-hmm. far um i i would love to play with people because it's wink, it's fun joe wink wink, 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 wink. wink. Yeah. um <laughs> Uh, I, I will say it would probably be better playing with people when it comes to the boss fights. Yes, yeah. uh, that's something that is also kind of new in the Borderlands. There's more boss fights so far than in, in previous ones, and they're damn hard. Yeah, yeah. they're like real hard. Okay, um, so that's great. But I'm playing as uh, Zane. Okay. the uh, the Irishman operative because he reminds me of Axton, who was my guy in yeah. two, uh, yeah. with the deployable. He
0: straight up reminds me of of. Uh... Of one of our listeners nasty boots every oh, time, really? I'm just like, yeah, I'm like he's acting like nasty, and I love it.
1: <laughs> I, and I love that he is... I can use two of his abilities, yeah, so yeah. I've been using the the drone and the shield,
0: and how do you how do you like him as a character so far? like like how yeah. the character's playing with his special abilities?
1: Yeah, I think it's cool. Mm. um, I'm loving it and and I love how uh, we hear his voice, and he actually interacts during story scenes, yep. Uh, which is another improvement on, on past games. Yeah. Um, it's great. I It's kind of making me want to play through this game as every character to see how they How they respond. interact with everybody. Yeah, Absolutely, yeah.
0: Uh, with me, I've been playing as Moe's because of the mech. I wasn't feeling it in the beginning because I felt mm-hmm. like it was just the, the duration was way too short. But as I gotten to play more with Mo's and more with the mech, it's actually... It's actually a ton of fun. I'm really liking the way she plays. I played a little bit of Flack, which yeah. I I did a poll on Twitter. A lot of people chose Flack. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of his pet because I kind of feel like he goes kind of all over the place. But sure. other than that, I'm, I'm liking the classic variants. It kind of takes a little time to get warmed up with them, but... They Mm -hmm. all do, from what it feels like, offer something unique. With that, Kyle, uh, would you like to read what some of the people have picked in terms of classes? Uh,
1: So Adam Watson at Snowdart on Twitter. Uh, He picked Zane because he likes his mustache. It's a pretty great mustache. It is. Uh, Nathan McEarney at D underscore N Mac. Gotta love Flack. They are awesome. Mm -hmm. I named my skag Dr. Mike after a Survivor player.
0: Okay. Oh, you can name the pet. All right, that's dope. Yeah,
1: you can Yeah, you yeah, can name him. Yeah. Uh, you could also pet them, which is very important. Yes, you uh, can <laughs> pet them. That is true. <laughs> uh, Kevin Lannister at k Dog Cause. Uh, Zane because he hard counters Harry Styles. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. And then Kevin Butler at the real K-Butler. Flack because everyone needs a puppy. And I cannot argue with that it's point true. at
0: all. And our audience has chosen. Uh, Zane got 23% of the vote. People are playing him. Moe's got 19 Uh, Amara... Has thirteen percent of our audience playing it's as just Mara? surprising. If, if very, and then yeah. pulling a pulling an election out of eighteen sixty, Flack coming out, <laughs> Abe Lincoln-ing it with forty five percent of the vote. Congratulations! Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there you go. Everybody's really on board with Borderlands. Uh, I I'm enjoying it really well. I don't know if this is my game of the year yet. I uh, gotta yeah, play more.
1: And and something before we move on because yeah. we got a lot of news to go through. Yeah. Yep. Um, the one disappointing thing is I want to play this in resolution mode so badly. Um, it is not running well for me at all. Ooh, I don't know about okay. you on my PS4 Pro and on my, my new TV. It stutters. It just feels off. Mm. Um, even in performance mode, like you still get tons of texture pop-ins, which is more yeah. lens- like Some people I, are, like, they're that.
0: trying to play it in split screen, and it's just impossible. Yeah,
1: it, it, yeah. it's it's rough in, that, in that, those terms, and definitely slow down, kind of, like, control when, like, mm-hmm. a lot of stuff's going on.
0: These um, consoles, especially, you know, the PlayStation a variety, they're showing their age, man. Like, yeah, I feel like every absolutely. console but the X uh is is showing is showing it it's chugging right so Mm -hmm. hey next year man playstation 5 let's go let's get it but with that kyle we've talked way too much on borderlands let's talk about the latest and greatest in playstation
1: uh, first goober comes from Stephen Talby over at Push Square. North America accounts for nearly a third of all PS4s with over 30 million units sold. Sony reached an important milestone in the PlayStation 4's life. It reached 100 million units sold through two stores. Mm. And it did so faster than any other console. Uh, the machine has been a monster in terms of sales throughout its lifespan. Starting very strong and somehow going up year on year. Industry analyst Daniel Ahmad has pr- provided an update on the platform's performance in North America specifically, and it tells us that Sony has conquered the U.S. U.S. Wow. has bought over 30 million PS4s, meaning it makes up roughly 30% of the global sales. By comparison, the console has shifted 8.3 million in Japan, 7.2 million in Germany, and 6.8 million in the U.K.
0: Holy crap. So yeah. this, these numbers, like... When I looked at it in the beginning, I was like, oh, only 30 million? Because, like, you take into account, like, you know, you think of Europe, because we're dumb Americans, guys. We so think like, of Europe and we just think of it as one big giant market. So we don't take, like, Germany or the UK or any of that. Hashtag Brexit, what's up? You don't take any of that into account. Um, and then when you think of, like, the Asian markets, you're really thinking yeah. just j- Japan, we're 30 close. million. In North America alone, just taking into consideration, there's, what, 40-ish million Xboxes out in the wild? Mm
1: -hmm. Holy
0: crap. Kyle, I'm not going to sit here going, what's your thoughts on this? Because obviously it's great news. I want to know what you think walking into the next generation. Is this... Is this what Sony's kind of looking at when we're getting into the next generation with the PlayStation 5? Is this a good head start? Or do you think that, you know, just like every console generation, it seems like since the six is that everybody takes a turn at number one, right? Like, 6th yeah. generation, it was PlayStation by a mile. You know, the 7th generation, uh, it was Xbox 360 for the most of it. And then this generation, it's been... And then we came in. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, see we don't even think about the week cuz it's yeah. stupid. Uh, it's but like then then you think this generation obviously it's the PlayStation 4. Do you yeah. think that this gives enough buffer to say hey, PlayStation's going to be dominant yet again with the PlayStation 5?
1: I mean, that's the tricky question. Yeah. Uh we don't know what the PS5 is exactly or what I mean, we kind of know what uh what Scarlet is like roughly. Yeah. Um but it's going to be interesting to see these full-on console reveals because I think that will definitely
0: do something.
1: It. What, what's what's the lineup on each? Um, that's a
0: that's another good point, right? Like we know Xbox has Halo coming up at launch,
1: and they bought all those studios. So it, we got to see what they're they bring into the so table too. That
0: is true. But for me, like thinking at it through like a PlayStation perspective, like this is these are huge numbers. You know, yeah. just thinking about it, like. PlayStation is on such a roll where, mm-hmm. look, we Xbox has still stuff to prove. Yes, they have one really great game, but they have a lot of ground to still make up for. Whereas PlayStation, we've been in the groove. And my only fear is that we're going to get arrogant again. Or when I say we, yeah. it's the royal we, that Sony's going to get arrogant again. PS3 era. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. for me, I'm just like, if they come out the gate, with, like, let's just say, Ghost of Tsushima is a cross-gen game, and they mm-hmm. show the power of Last of Us on a PlayStation Five, and whatever you know, stuff that maybe Insomniac's cooking for the for the console, yeah. Horizon Two, Horizon Two, you know, Killzone, whatever that is, with the with the uh, team behind Rainbow Six now or creative director behind uh, uh, Guerrilla Games, like, you know, it's it's impressive to see where this generation is going. To me, yes. I I look at these numbers going, good for you, PlayStation. You yeah. did well. I love it. Let's keep it up with PlayStation 5. Yeah. And awesome.
1: just, ju- just to, to really hit home how impressive this is, 30 yeah. million just in the U.S., yeah. um, Wii U, only 13.5 million. Rip. Xbox, 24 million. Rip. GameCube, 21 million.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, Atari 2600, 30. And then the N64 is 32 million. And those were like our childhood. And think about all your friends who own those. It also
0: it goes to double.
1: It's double the Wii U, which is, I mean, not crazy, but I mean, just in the U.S. Yeah, just in the U.S. It's double the Wii U. But
0: it, it also just goes to show how much gaming has not just evolved but grown you know like how many people are enjoying this platform every time we get into these talks of like this is the last generation right like when this generation started everybody thought it was your phone now everybody's thinking it's streaming is it we don't know yet right stadia is about to maybe show us so when it comes to like consoles we still see that yeah it's not going to be the number one thing mobile is that that market but it is still a very viable option for people to turn to, you know?
1: I so. wonder what the people who said, like, console gaming is dead, what are, what are they thinking right now?
0: That they think console gaming is dead. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think they still think that, you know? I,
1: I refuse to look at these numbers. Yeah. They're dead. No, I, Why are we talking about this? It,
0: it's It's just a thing. You see new technology and you think it is the future until someone shows you otherwise. It's always something out of left field. You know, like everybody said, VR is the future of gaming. We see that it has an audience, a small one and a dedicated one. It's not the future of gaming. You know, everybody thought 3d TVs, everybody thought 3d movies were the thing. It was all about that 4k, you know, uh, that's, that's, that's what it's always about. It's, it's always kind of like nonsense when we try to push that narrative, that consoles are dead. They're just evolving, you know? Uh, With that, Kyle, let's get to what I like to call the TGS 2019 Roundup. Let's start with the first goober.
1: Uh, From IGN, Death Stranding, everything we learned about gameplay in the latest stream. Uh, This is all you. You watched it. I did not. I'm purposely not watching it because I want to go in as open as possible Mm -hmm. because I think I've seen... I think I get what the game is trying to do, so I don't want to kind of what, look at what else it is. So, what do
0: you think they're trying to do here?
1: <laughs> I, I think it's Kojima, being Kojima. Okay. <laughs> Basically, like okay. I'm, I'm, I know what to expect. The quirkiness. Yeah.
0: And, yeah. I don't know what to make of this game anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, it's weird. So first and foremost, what did I like out of this game? It is fucking gorgeous, and the animations are insanely impressive. Like you could take a look at like oh yeah, of course it's going to be pretty cuz it's kind of barren, but the attention to detail on Sam uh Sam's like jacket, his face, his hair, everything about him looks really good. He looks like a real person, especially the clothes. Um the environments as well look really really great. The thing that caught my attention was the lighting, but the animation when you're going up a mountain, it does actually feel like he's going up a mountain. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're playing a video game and it's giving you the run animation, though, you're going straight uphill and you're like, well, that doesn't make sense. You see the foot no. go through the hill and you're like, well, that yeah. that's, you're actually seeing him struggle to get up and actually balance. There's, there's actually a stat in the game called balance so that, yeah, if you're, if you're unbalanced, you're going to tumble a lot. It's going to be a lot harder for you to move and traverse. Um, The gameplay, though, still feels and looks like a walking sim. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how I feel about that. I don't want to shit on this game like I see a lot of people do. It's very easy to. But I don't see where this game is particularly for me. Like, there's a cool part where he's on a hoverboard. Like, he puts his all his crates down, and he actually uses the backpack as a hoverboard. It gave me straight up oh, Back to the Future 2, you know, yeah. like, feels when, you know, Marty McFly takes her basket and, like rips it off like a dick. It's a hoverboard, and you're like, hoverboards can't go on water unless you have power. And it's, like, the best line in that whole fucking movie, and I'll mimic it to the day I die. Uh, but, like, that's cool. And the animation, again, sick. When you get to the combat, it does feel like more Metal Gear Solid Three, and you don't see him killing. Like you see, he has like this this gun that kind of like it's like a it's like a Wookie bow. You know, like it's it's kind of like where you're shooting energy, and, and if my memory serves me right, you're kind of like roping them and stunning them, mm-hmm. and you're trying to get away more than anything. Um, okay. When you're fighting the big giant monster thing, there are people that are popping out of the. The woodwork, the weird puddles giving you stuff. Um, you're throwing blood bombs, and mm. and stuff that is like residue from your shower. So, oh. weird! Like it's li- it's okay. literally like human. Sec- like so he's throwing a, like a you know he's throwing yeah. his dirty sock if you know what I mean at this at this oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. at this tiger thing. And it's okay. I need to
1: really invest in that mute button for yeah, you. Yeah, man, I lower. really
0: do. But like it's it's but like that's what it says. It's just like it's like his yeah. sweat, it's his dirt and I'm like this the gameplay doesn't have me. And I'm still very nervous for this game. And again like it, it's weird when I'm saying that cuz like I'm saying he's throwing a, a, a you know, a tube sock at him. I'm literally saying that because <laughs> that's what the description sounds like. Yeah. Okay. So it's just like it's really weird. I don't know I don't know about this game anymore. I I actually don't think I don't think this game's going to be any good from from my perspective in terms of a game that I want. I don't I don't feel like it's there for me. Um yeah. it's doing some cool things, but it's again kind of like what Red Dead did. It's forgetting it's a game. It's mm-hmm. forgetting that I'm supposed to be I- invested. You
1: know? I mean, the, then there's that whole other argument that I think came out of uh, from TGS yeah. of the whole like there's a very easy mode, so like if you just want the story, yeah, that's part of uh, Death Stranding where like it's basically just the movies and and you don't really have to worry too much about gameplay, which cool whether, whatever side you're on, it's cool like more people to experience Kojima's story, like all for it.
0: Yeah, um, I just don't, I just don't feel like even when he's saying, oh, half of the game. Is gonna be a drug. It's you're yeah. gonna be confused. I
1: was I was shocked when he said that.
0: I I was I was just bewildered as to why you would say that. Yeah. Um, because that immediately goes well. If I have to spend God knows how long your game is. Let's just say mm. it's ten hours. So five of it I'm gonna be lost. I'm not gonna have fun. Why would I stick yeah. around for that? Yeah. Right? Um, is it gonna have the end game payoff? Mm. Is Sam Bridges gonna pick up Molnier? I don't think so. Mm. So. That's true. I, I really don't know, man. It's it's gotten me to the point where listen, I yeah. I have two hundred bucks down on this limited edition. I'm about to take it off. I'm not gonna lie to you. It does not yeah, have me. Fair. It does not have me um, hyped at all.
1: But uh, but at least uh, when you try to look at Sam's junk, he'll punch the camera. Exactly.
0: Yeah, at least there's a touch of detail in that. But again, if you guys like it, I want you all to let me know what you like from the trailer, and we'll talk about it. I If you're hyped for this, don't let me be the source of why you're, you know, your anger or anything like that. It's, yeah. It is what it is. It's, it's not jiving with me too well. But you know what? You know what is jiving with me? Our next goober. Let's read it. Uh,
1: from Matt Perslow over at IGN. Final Fantasy VII Remake will feature a classic battle mode. Announced at Tokyo Game Show and summarized on Twitter, Square Enix explained that classic mode handles the action side of Final Fantasy VII Remake's combat automatically, requiring the player to only use the command menu to issue attacks. Mm -hmm. While this isn't identical to the original game's combat in which characters remain stationary between actions, it does replicate the menu style of player input. Quote, So anyone playing Final Fantasy VII Remake in classic mode does not have to worry about the action side of the combat system and can instead focus on selecting commands, making it possible to play as if it were a classic menu-based RPG, said Square Enix on the Final Fantasy VII Twitter feed. In standard mode, players must repeatedly tap the square button to unleash standard attacks, which in turn charges up an ATB gauge. When the gauge is full, the command menu can be used to activate special moves or cast magic spells. Mm. With Classic Mode doing the action side of the combat for you, it effectively charges the ATB gauge automatically, which brings things closer to how it worked in the original game.
0: So, Kyle? Yeah. What are your thoughts on this? You're a big Final Fantasy guy. Are you excited by this Classic Mode, or are you going to go full standard? What's, What's your deal here? Your I will you
1: 100% start the game with what it is normally. Yes. So, like, mashing square to attack and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, depending, like, if that seems like a lot in the thick of, like, really big battles, mm-hmm. um, then I'll, I'll switch over to Classic because that sounds cool. I like that they thought about this. Yeah.
0: I, yeah, that's the really awesome thing about this game from what I'm seeing so far is, like, it looks good enough that I'm going to try this out. And at the same exact time, it has people who love the classic so excited and so optimistic for the first time in a really long time. Yeah. Just like, holy crap, they're listening. They get it. Like, I saw jams going, I can't believe, like, I, I can't believe they're doing this. Yeah. I I think that's really awesome. I, I'm really... The more I see on Final Fantasy 7, especially Atifo, am I right? <laughs> and Cloud. Let's, let's put him in that dress, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, whatever. Um, the more I see it, the more I'm on board. I don't yeah. know.
1: I think, I think seeing how all this thought going into this, uh, what excites me more, other than just playing Final Fantasy 7 in this new way again, mm-hmm. um, it's just what this means for remakes going forward. Yeah. Like what classic games will get this kind of treatment and that's super exciting for me. Especially just from Square side, there's so many classic RPGs. Yeah. Like if they were to decide to do this to them, it would be kill it.
0: And I think you you're definitely right. It ups the ante of what a remake is supposed to be. You know, like yeah. it's it's not like to me, I'm getting like Resident Evil 2 remake vibes. Like how that game came out, again, it's one of my Game of the Year contenders. Mm-hmm. And people who are a, a fan of the originals absolutely love it. Like Joe Afterwork, I'm name-dropping today, absolutely <laughs> loves the Remake. I'm loving Remake as someone who's never played the second one. And Oh, my God, Ada. My goodness. But, um, yeah, like, amazing. Like, the game's straight-up amazing. And then you see this game and the attention to detail. You see Cloud looking all cute. I don't know. I'm confused, guys. I'm just confused. And, like, <laughs> it looks... Excellent! I'm excited as a new player. You're excited as a as a classic player. Like that is, that's awesome, man. Video games are great. Let's get to the next croc with that
1: kind of treatment. PlayStation, yeah. Give me croc.
0: Give them croc. God damn it.
1: (laughs) Uh, Neo, uh, this comes from Liam Croft. Uh, neo 2 test your might with an open beta this November. Starting on November 1st and running through to the 10th neo 2 will take us to the dark realm where we'll be able to sample a new setting <laughs> gritty and brutal combat and all manner of boss fights.
0: <laughs> can I use the accent here? no <laughs> endless love. I was gonna say hey Kyle, could I read this one in the accent or you'd be like no no um, I'm uh, dude listen, I like the first neo. I did not beat the first Neo. It was way too difficult. Those bosses were unrelentless. Neo Two is giving me more Souls vibes, and I am definitely in. So November first, cool. I'm on board. Oh my god, let's go, let's do it. Neo Two. That's all I got.
1: All right. Uh, next scooper from Kotaku, uh, written by Luke Plunkett. Project Resistance is the latest Resident Evil game. First teased earlier this week, here's the first proper look at Project Resistance, Mm -hmm. an upcoming 4v1 asymmetrical co-op experience set in the Resident Evil universe. Four players can team up as regular humans and play as survivors, where they can run around, interact with stuff together, and try to escape a secret facility. While one player can take control of Nemesis Mastermind, the bad guy behind said facility, and just run around murdering everyone with the help of security cameras, which he can use, to track survivors
0: i was right kyle remember last episode mm-hmm. when we were with lord cognito i was just like yeah. how awesome would it be we're planting zombies and you see it in the trailer as as you're playing as mastermind you're planting liquors on different corners of the map right you're planting all these zombies in different areas so you're never though you may be playing in the same map you're never getting the same experience i am i am 110 on board with what i saw mm-hmm. you though were a little bit more apprehensive after hearing what you heard here are you on board with this or are you kind of a eh, i'm out
1: i probably will never play this game Damn it. but um i think it's cool mm. I, I definitely think it's cool where you're you are you know trying to set up traps with yeah. zombies and, and just really mess with the other people i think that's a good way to do this kind of mode Mm -hmm.
0: and i think if it gives you the option of like hey i want to play with my friends and having it be an ai so that you're getting more of a left for death feel left for dead feel um that would be really dope as well but i i'm really liking this mode i'm liking how they're doing something different with horror and multiplayer like you're seeing dead by daylight um you know friday the 13th and now predator do and now this That's awesome. Be different. I like that a lot. So I'm on board. I was right. I should be a creative director. That's what all that means. So with that, let's get to the last bit of the TGS update, Kyle.
1: Robert Ramsey over at Push Square. Japan gets not one, not not two, but three super stylish Persona 5 Royal PS4 models. Japan's getting some lovely-looking Persona 5 Royal-themed consoles later this year. Mm-hmm. Available to pre-order now from the Sony store in Japan. There's one PS4 Pro design and two regular PS4 designs.
0: Dude, these look sick.
1: Yeah, they look great. I'm not
0: even a Persona guy. This looks amazing. Like, the Pro mm-hmm. looks fantastic. A lot of people were freaking out. I know Famous Sheamus was losing his mind at these. Which one was your favorite? I, I like the Pro the most with Joker.
1: Uh, yeah, I think that's the one I was leaning towards. Yeah. Um it's definitely the more stylized uh, of uh, the uh, three. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, I, I kind of like the whole. Uh, I don't know what to call it. Like,
0: it's kind it of like like blocky. the blackout lines, yeah, the... like
1: classified information, mm-hmm. but with the the image Joker behind it. Yeah. Yeah, it looks it looks great.
0: Yeah, this looks really awesome. I wish it come to the West, but it looks like that's not the case. And with that, we're entering. Oh, the flash. What, 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 what?
1: You wrote a great joke in here, and you didn't read it, so I'm oh, going to give you a chance to go yeah. back.
0: No, we never saw it coming. coming no, we never yeah. saw
1: <laughs> I hope that was worth it, listeners.
0: <laughs> doodly do, doodly do, 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 flash news. Go for it.
1: <laughs> uh, Sammy Baker, Push Square. Medieval's PS4 remake goes gold ahead of Halloween res- release. October 25th is its launch, so... Let us predict yeah. its score.
0: Yeah, Kyle. So it's gone gold like we did with control, um, yeah. which we were even beyond right with. This is one of our yep. game of the years. We said we we're gonna give it around an eight to us. Actually, yeah, kind of fell on that range and to us. It's like Yeah. We're like yeah, a nine-ish. That's awesome. So we, we we hit it on the on the head with control. Medieval coming out October twenty fifth. It's gone gold. Where do you mm-hmm. think it's and I hit the mic, where do you think this is gonna land?
1: Oh I'm worried about this one. Yeah. And not that I'm a huge fan of the, the originals at all. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say low sevens, maybe high sixes.
0: Okay. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking too. As much as like the game looks amazing, I'm just feeling like they're 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 holding on to a bit of too much of the classic where the, yeah. the action doesn't look that great. It kind of just looks it like rack look and better, shit all over the place. But
1: it will feel like a, a, a relic. Yes, in the stage. That's what I'm
0: getting. So I'm gonna say, yeah, I'm gonna say six okay. to seven range. Again, that's not because the game or the developers aren't talented. I think it's because sure. they're too talented. There you go. So you heard it here first, folks. High sixes, low sevens. With that, our next and final flash news. Wait, what? Hold- yeah,
1: real quick wait, is that the same date as concrete genie
0: no concrete Con- ah, concrete genie i believe is either the sixth or the eighth of october
1: oh okay yeah i i thought it was it was very uh it's in the same month very close yeah. okay i was like oh that's weird that they're dropping them at the same day uh, no
0: no no that wouldn't do that that'd, that'd be silly oh, they're yeah. just trying to get that the halloween money you know Absolutely. Uh,
1: The next one comes from Polygon Michael McWhorter. Overwatch's new event lets you unlock a Lego Bastion skin. To get Brick Bastion, players simply need to win games of Overwatch in either quick play, arcade, or competitive modes. The event is similar to Ana's Bastet event and D.Va's Nano Cola event. Mm -hmm. Here are the requirements for the Brick Bastion challenge. Win three games, two player icons. Win six games, two new sprays. Win nine games, Brick Bastion skin.
0: Kyle, I know you haven't seen this. So what you need to do, click the link and then click on the video. It's literally 45 seconds. Just just start halfway and you're gonna get it. And you're gonna see why I put it in the show notes. This looks so awesome. This is hands down something I'm going to be participating in. And that I'm really liking that, you know, Overwatch and Lego are doing this type of like we saw it with Forza Horizon, but this time it's just a free event. I like that there's no loot boxes. I like that there's no game of chance. It's just, hey, play the game again, <laughs> please. Mm-hmm. Fortnite's killing us out there. Kyle, what are you? What is your thoughts on this yeah. new Bastion skin?
1: It's definitely cool. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely very cool looking. It gives me um, uh, transformer vibes. A little oh, bit of Optimus. Yeah, it.
0: that's they, they definitely when he does his transformation. That's definitely yeah, yeah, what they. Yeah. I think that's on. cool. Yeah.
1: I, I, I definitely think that's cool, and and I would love to for Lego to do kind of. A game like that, just on their own. Not with an own IP, like, something yeah. like that. I
0: want a Lego Last of Us. I want to see Ellie legofied choking a guy, and then when he kills him, his head just pops, and he turns into a coin. You know, I want to see bit. a Lego
1: character shiv another character. <laughs> <That's>...
0: <laughs> and it's just literally their whole body tilting.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it's not it's not bluttering. They shiv, and then they pop the head Yep. Out. And then, like, they and have to hide like, the body <laughs> legofied Oh, that's great!
0: Calling the that's cops, Legofied. saying he fell down the stairs, Legofied. Like, dude, <laughs> hiding the murder weapon, Legofied. Yeah, man, that's crazy. No, nah, this looks dope. I'm, I'm, I'm digging it. Again, he looks straight off, like a straight from a, like the box itself. That's awesome. Yeah. What I really would like is them giving me the same skin, but Lego. I know they have a whole big thing with Lego right now um but yeah i would i would like that same skin i I would buy asap with that kyle let's get to the first big chunk of news
1: oscar deus over at Gamespot, top 10 uk game chart borderlands borderlands 3 beats gears 5 and pes 2020 in busy week in a very busy week for new releases it's borderlands 3 that prevails after coming top of the uk all format physical sales chart 2K's new looter shooter comes ahead of Xbox One-exclusive Gears 5 and Konami's newest sports title, PES 2020, which must <laughs> must settle for number two and number three, respectively. Mm-hmm. The new titles push last week's winner, NBA 2K20, to number four this wow. week, while sales monitor Chart Track places yet another new entry, Greedfall, at number five. Looks the final good. new entries for the week ending September 14th are Damon Cross Machina, at number 19 and NHL 20. I know what I did. I can't believe I did that. <laughs> At number 36. Interestingly, gamesindustry.biz reports that Borderlands 3 is the biggest box game launch of 2019 in the UK. But that the game also sold less than half the physical copies in predecessor Borderlands 2. Managed back in 2012. Oh my
0: god. <laughs> Let it be known here. Damon, X machina, because there's an X in it. But he said cross because that would be correct.
1: Can we move on? I can't believe I did that. <laughs> that would I
0: can't be believe. Correct. I can't believe. Grammatically, there oh, you go. God. All right. More. Look <sighs> at me coming out. I was already on the mountaintop, you know. Now just, no, I, I'm just. No, I'm i going to say hey, this. Hey, that's good for Borderlands, huh? Yeah. It's good for Borderlands. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: It's great for Borderlands. It also shows yeah. the last sentence, right? Half uh, sold less than half of the physical. <coughs> sorry. Of its predecessor, Borderlands 2, back in 2012, uh, when our president was black and we didn't have all these tweets. Crazy that that's the case. But it just goes yeah. to show you, digital is just, it's just killing it. It's eating more and more yeah. of that marketplace. But you know what? Mm-hmm. It's awesome.
1: And it really doesn't pertain, well, it kind of pertains to this story. Yeah. Um, I just want to put a little PSA out there. Yeah. Uh, friends who are listening to this, go by control it's not in the top 10 in the uk chart there was a thing out end of august it didn't even crack the top 20 yeah the Astral chain cracked it and they came out the same day and
0: on one platform yeah like come on yeah by control honest it's to so god good. it's so good guys please if you're
1: waiting because the technical stuff yeah the patch basically fixed all yep. that it is it deserves to be played mm-hmm. Go Get
0: it, yeah, yeah. So, with that, yeah, go play control, it's fantastic. And yeah, it sucks that it seems like it's underperforming, but we'll only know. Again, I it's yeah. control so good, it, it deserves all so the sequels. Good. Uh, with that, let's get to something that will probably not get a sequel.
1: No <laughs> destructoid writer Brett Makadonsky writes, Sony owns Sunset Sunset Overdrive now. After acquiring Insomniac Games last month, Sony finally confirmed that it now has the rights to all of Insomniac's wholly owned properties. This includes 2014 Sunset Overdrive, which was an Xbox One exclusive, until it was ported to PC last year. It seems as though Microsoft still has publishing rights while Sony owns the actual IP. Speaking with Japanese publication Inside Games, Sony Interactive Entertainment President Shuhei Yoshida... said SIE holds the rights to pass Insomniac Games works. Sony doesn't seem to have interest in working out some sort of agreement to port Sunset Overdrive to PS4. Yoshida added, quote, I am looking forward to future titles, End mm. quote. Navigating a PS4 port would be tricky given that PlayStation and Xbox are direct competitors. Further, a sequel is probably unlikely given that Sunset Overdrive didn't sell particularly well.
0: And this question comes from a little known person <laughs> that I know as Sean Capri. Or Sean Capri, um, he writes in going, Hi. Big fan. Uh, now that Xbox has let sun or sorry, now that Xbox has let a sunset overdrive, an IP oozing with potential, slip into the hands of PlayStation. What should Sony do with it? Insomniac is surely working on the next Spider-Man game. Do you do you think uh, or do you, do you? Oh, okay. Here you go. I got it. Now, if I was you, do you give it to sucker punch to uh, work on instead of a new Infamous? um mm. this is a great question because like yeah. sunset overdrive has a huge cult following at mm-hmm. least that's what it seems like but it didn't sell particularly well it wasn't a console seller and to me when you're making a console no matter the size of the game that game is supposed to carry a system it is supposed mm. to sell that system you know I, I i have a disagreement with luke lore all the time about this where you know we talk about crackdown three and how Let's be honest, it's Crackdown 3, and he thinks it's it's unfair to put that way on Crackdown to be a system seller, but guys, why are we making a game on a platform other than to sell a box, right? If yeah. it's not doing that, then what is it doing, you know, like when you take a look at a medieval or a, you know, a concrete genie, those mm-hmm. are to sell you on the system don't get get a
1: console bundle no sunset overdrive got a xbox bundle
0: exactly so like those games like i saw people buying playstations for crash so Mm -hmm. yes these things are there to push a system forward can sunset overdrive do that now that it's on playstation kyle uh mm,
1: i I don't know I, i really don't um I think the future of Sony owning the IP and Insomniac and, and owning it themselves and, and they can decide what to do with it. Yeah. Um, I think, honestly, uh, they might give it to another developer to port it <sighs> and give us a, a PlayStation if... port. If I don't want them to give it to Sucker Punch, right. I don't because go, they're, they're still working on Ghosts. Yeah. And I hope that we're not done with Infamous at all. Yeah. Uh, I hope we get a future title and in, in someday. Yeah, um, someday soon. I, I, I think they could give it to some somebody like Bluepoint. Yeah. To, to see my problem here is like
0: though Sony owns the IP, it's not happening. As much as I love yeah. Sunset Overdrive, I thought it was a great game, especially for its time. Um, but unfortunately, it is what it is. Xbox owns that IP, and I feel like if PlayStation were now to make that a sequel, will people that played it on xbox because it was an xbox exclusive be okay with now the sequel being right there on the playstation platform and is playstation willing to take that risk knowing that the product before it didn't sell particularly well but they know Mm -hmm. what does sell well which is ratchet and clank sold insanely well and spider-man is is the top selling superhero game of all time so like what as a company where do you place the risk the safe bets and that's what I think yep. this falls under. So, yeah. For sure. As much as I love it, I don't think it's gonna. I I don't think it's gonna see the light of day, unfortunately. But yeah, mm-hmm. who knows? Sony again, PlayStation is known for just letting their companies kind of have a bit of free reign. So who knows Absolutely. what could happen? I just don't think it's anytime yeah. soon. Kyle, yeah. any last words? Or You want to get to the next Uber? Uh,
1: we can get on to the next one. All right. On. Uh, sure. With this new fancy word for what E3 is doing. Uh, GameDaily.biz writer Matt uh, (laughs) uh, Futter Futter? Futter? writes. Matt Futter. Matt Futter. E3 2020 pitch proposes overhaul with Qtainment. New floor plan. Industry only day. The ESA says it has plans to adapt its offerings in response to feedback gathered from publishers. As part of its overhaul, the group proposes leaning into influencers and paid celebrity deals with talent representation agencies. The deck includes two examples of these high-profile celebrity (laughs) activations, including members of the Los Angeles Lakers playing a basketball video game in front of fans or actors competing in a tournament. These attractions rely on a massive change to the E3 show floor. The lobbying group says it hopes to create exclusive appointment-only activations for select attendees who will create buzz and FOMO. God, I hate reading that.
0: I know, dude. dude I had to look it up. Ugh. Real talk, let's stop there. I had to look up what FOMO meant, and then I was like, "Wow, that's the whitest shit to sound like hip."
1: You don't know what you didn't know nope. what FOMO was. Nope. Oh, I knew what it was, but reading. Come on, you're. You're ESA. You put on E3. Come on, don't use FOMO. do FOMO. Oh, Fuck. No. ESA members shot down the idea of paying celebrities, though, according to three slides lab- labeled a member decision points. Mm-hmm. Celebrities will be invited through an organized program instead. Industry attendees, including media, should be aware that the ESA membership approved an additional 10,000 gamer badge attendees, bringing the total number of consumers on the show floor to 25,000. The E3 schedule may be reconfigured with an industry-only day on Tuesday, traditionally the first day of E3 activities at the LA Convention Center, before opening the doors wide to ticketed members of the general public on Wednesday and Thursday. Even with an additional 10,000 people, E3 won't come close to the largest industry events around the world. With fortuitous timing, Nico Partners Senior Analyst Daniel Ahmad shared the following attendance st- statistics for major conventions this year. Biggest gaming exhibitions, trade shows of by number of entries. Gamescom, 373,000. Jesus. Paris Games Week of 2018, 316,000. Tokyo Game Show of this year, 262,000. A proposed digital app and experience may help mitigate wait times. On paper, this reads like Disney's FastPass system used in its amusement parks. Users will register for a demo time window and come back later to avoid waiting for hours at a time for a single game. The ESA does have plans to take advantage of those long demo wait times, though. The group has plans for what it calls q to market to those in line. This two-pronged approach creates a rich opportunity for E3 exhibitors. Either they will have access to consumer data, captured through the app, or have a captive audience as people
0: wait in line for demos. Now, there's a huge article. There's even uh, more that goes into it. Kyle, you did a fantastic job. Also, just to let uh, the note... Uh, those numbers of of like Gamescom, Paris Games Week, Tokyo yeah. Game Show, I put those in there. There's actually like other events that are quite larger than Paris and Tokyo, mm-hmm. um, but those are things that us as the North American majority audience know. Uh, yeah. So yeah, there's even way more events like a lot of them in uh, in Korea, which is not surprising. Uh, because of yeah. how big video games are over there. So, uh, you know, damn Koreans love their League of Legends. <laughs> by God. So, um, with that, Kyle. Yeah. Sorry.
1: <laughs> no, I'm just... This article, to me, yes. read like a group of 6th graders in a class got together and made this plan together.
0: It, no, you like, know th- what... It,
1: this, I can imagine a slideshow, like a, yeah. a, like a PowerPoint presentation, not very well made, yeah, and... And, like, the words of FOMO being slid across yeah. with those transitions. I feel like, like uh-huh.
0: I feel like a PR guy walked into his son's room. He's like, yeah. hey, Eric. And he's just like, uh-huh. And he's, like, playing Fortnite. He's like, you're hip with the kids, right? He gets yeah. down on one knee. He's like, uh-huh. And he's like, okay, so could you give us, like, an idea? He's like, get the fuck out of my room. He's like, did you just say FOMO? Okay, right. got that. Down. <laughs> he's like, get out of my room, Dad. You're annoying me. God. <laughs> Or his,
1: or his partner in this goes to his yeah. daughter's room yeah. and uh, asks the same question, and his daughter goes, "Get me LeBron, <laughs> get me LeBron at all times. I want a Space Jam uh, situation where you sit him in the throne and you chain him there, and people can come up. Get C Swift his hand in
0: there. I want to see her play Just Dance. That's all this I is want. This ridiculous, dude. Like, and the whole cute
1: how, how cutainment thing." Like, that is that's what PAX does. Okay. And I like when PAX let's, does. Let's it. break but, like, this, this down. Let's
0: break this down. This is insane. Every time, what do we hate? What do we used to hate about Ubisoft press conferences? When they <laughs> get the fucking actors in there who, yeah. like, this year, fine, we had Bam Bam, right? And John Bernthal, which he looked dreamy as fuck. But, like, sure. other than that, like, I used you to know. Aisha Tyler he's... was the only one yeah. that
1: I liked seeing up there because she killed it yeah. when she was hosting. Yeah, yeah, it.
0: and she's very easy to look at. But, like, when you, yeah. when, when, like, God, when Justin Timberlake's up there dancing, uh, or whatever the other, the last guy well, up I mean, there.
1: EA is also the worst when they bring old sports players up the there. The
0: guy, the Just YouTuber in his, his mom's jean jacket, we oh. didn't give a fuck about oh. him.
1: Oh. No. You know? No, no, no.
0: Absolutely Jesus not. Christ. So, like, right off the gate, I'm reading this like, they really don't get it. Qtainment? Okay, I don't know what that is. That's a buzzword. That is some. That is a PR SEO word. That's, if I ever heard of it.
1: That's basically what uh what Pax does. Yeah. When the Pax, uh, Pax, I forgot what their their titles are, but they come around with people waiting in line and they just play games with people waiting. Yeah. So like that's what Pax does. That
0: yeah. that doesn't bother me, and also adding more people to the event doesn't bother me at all because we yeah. see this spreadsheet and this is yeah. actually a small number compared to Gamescom Paris sure. and Tokyo. Um,
1: And I actually don't mind them having an industry-only day.
0: But here's There's, here's the thing
1: that... Those people need to, to go cover these yeah, games.
0: The thing that, like, I look at this, I'm like, I don't think I'm going to E3 this year, right? Yeah. Like, I don't even think I'm going to try to get a press pass because my issue is not with Qtainment or the number of people or if JT or T-Swizzle is going to be there. It's the yeah. fact that they leaked out thousands of people's information. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. like, home addresses, uh, uh, fucking phone numbers. You know, like, yeah, it's awful. dude, seeing some of our friends go, like, dude, we got calls, we got emails. I'm still getting harassed. Like, and the ESA yeah. would rather just turn the other cheek and talk about mm-hmm. the Lakers fucking being there because it's the L.A. Convention Center. Like, go yeah. fuck yourself, seriously, oh. dude. Oh. You know,
1: and like, uh, no, no offense to to people who love. Sports games. I am a sports gamer yeah. myself, and but like I don't want to see I fucking Zac e-
0: Efron on stage.
1: <laughs> High School Musical. But like when I when I if I go to E three, I don't want half of the show floor to be a basketball court. Yeah, I want to I want to see other cool developers and their cool ass games because that's why I'm going. Yeah, just like it doesn't get to the
0: games. Happening. That's why I loved yeah. Pax East. It was about community. Yeah. It was about games. Sure. I did not give a shit. Uh, who? what celebrity was there? I don't care. And again, at the end of the day, it's about trust of which you have none. So I guess the real question is go fuck yourself. I, guess. I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like this plan. And I think it's stupid. And it just goes to show how irrelevant and how out of touch um, E3 and the people behind it have, have become it really is. You don't need E3 anymore, Guys, you just don't and I know that hurts some people's feelings, but you just don't anymore. You know, we yeah. look at look at how much buzz there is about a state of play right now. Sure. In the middle of September. Look at how yeah. much like Nintendo, every time it drops a direct, everybody's <coughs> losing their mind oh. about Banja. Yeah. Didn't yeah. need to be at E three. And whatever Xbox does, I don't know. Yeah. Hey Kyle. What up? Got a question for you.
1: I might have an answer. Okay,
0: good. Are you holding on to something? Uh,
1: Just... Choice C. I'm picking Choice C.
0: Holy shit, I don't know what that is, but... Prepare the drop. Every single week, PlayStation drops the latest and greatest in all things PlayStation onto the PlayStation storefront. This week... Oh, and the problem is there are way too many awesome games (laughs) to talk about. So... Me and Kyle each pick a game from our choosing, and read about it and why we're so pumped for it. And with that, it's been a long day, everybody. Okay, it's been a twelve-hour yeah. day. Jesus, all right, Jesus, it's been nuts. Jesus, my first pick, Bus Simulator. That's right. I could have talked yes. about Castle Crashers, but I decided to go with my heart, and my heart says Bus Simulator for PlayStation Four dash digital release. Your bus. Your route, your schedule. (laughs) I already love this game. Whether in an industrial or harbor zone, downtown, or surrounding villages, or even bus park, experience the exciting everyday life of a bus driver in a vast and freely drivable urban area. So what are you waiting for? Your shift has already started. Holy shit! Who's the person that wrote this up? Whose person do I need to <laughs> shake their hand and kiss on the mouth? Because that was the best read up ever. Oh man. I don't know how much That's... this this game costs. I just know uh-huh. I need it.
1: I I kind of want to play this game and just be the bus driver that just picks up his friends yeah. and then just drives around the city. I... He doesn't. It doesn't do his own route. <laughs> he just you
0: know. Here's the thing: is this bus driver like? First off, I never wondered what's the life of a bus driver. And I'm not here to shit on your day if you're a bus yeah. driver and you're listening right now and you're like.
1: I'm sure it is a rough day with people yelling exactly. at you.
0: Exactly. Like, you got hobos, you know, in in the yeah. back seat playing tummy Just sticks. people need to
1: get to work on time, yeah. probably, and screaming. Yeah, at you.
0: there's like an old lady that you have to help, and then like everybody's yelling at you. They're like, she's old, get her out of here, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh God. But then, <laughs> and then you got to clean off all the disgustingness from the hobos. T- doing a jerk party in the back. like Again, Ooh, it's a lot cool. of semen you probably have to pick up there in the bus. You don't know. You,
1: buttoned. you buttoned. Oh,
0: sorry. A- anyway, sorry, Tim Wolfson. Um <laughs> This podcast isn't for kids. <laughs> Should have given that warning a little no. bit before. But, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for this
1: game. Very interesting that you went with Bus Simulator and not Truck Driver this well, week. Well, you'll see. Because they're both releasing this we'll week.
0: See. What, what's the game you're excited yeah. for, Kyle? Uh,
1: sayonara, Wild Hearts. <laughs> Saiyana, Wild Hearts is a dreamy arcade game about riding motorcycles, skateboarding, dance battling, shooting lasers, wielding swords, and breaking hearts at 200 miles per hour. As the heart of a young woman breaks, the balance of the universe is disturbed. Let's pop! Give it to me now. Yep. that description is awesome. It's our,
0: it, it's releasing uh, on the Apple Store and everything else. Like that's where it was the release date yep. was dropped, which is pretty On Friday, cool. yep. Um, game looks awesome. This actually looks really good. It's something I really want. I'll probably try to reach out to the devs and beg and maybe offer Bus Driver Simulator. Be like, let's trade. Uh, trade. With that, hey, gang, we've unlocked a hidden trophy. That's called One More Game I'm going to talk about on this list. Truck Drivers. (laughs) It's not even a simulator. That's just the name of the game. And with that, let me read the description in my southern voice. Build your career as a truck driver. Whole range, a wide range of cargo, and make your name for yourself among the local community. Start from the bottom, take up jobs, buy new trucks, parts, wherever you want. It's your goddamn truck. Better be a Ford, not a Chevy, or else you're a piece of shit. And you come in here with a goddamn Toyota, you get out. You get out right now, boy. You get out before you know what's good for you, boy. You know why? Because y'all come over there and it's a slap in the mouth. Like that. By God, become a respected truck driver you got your eighteen wheelers you got your ones that your're your 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 you're carrying a bunch of sticks you even got one that's carrying a boat by God, and what you do as a truck driver who you pick up what you do with their body afterwards that's up to you by God.
1: I've checked out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i do declare it is time for andrew house's snail <laughs> you know each and every week you could go you could tweet at us your playstation related questions at ps trophy room or join the Casa de day bad bit discord server like so many of you have thank you so much this last week i got so many great awesome people coming in someone came in there and famous seamus welcomed them and it, and they freaked out they go holy shit the famous seamus and i'm like God damn it, that's awesome. That's the coolest that's feeling awesome. in the world. Or uh, you could just send your mail to Andrew House. He doesn't work at PlayStation anymore. It doesn't matter. I go to his house. I steal his shit. Whatever. And at this point of the show, I could pretty much get away with anything. So let me do the accent I wanted to before. <clears throat> oh, no. Stop it. Mute. Mute. <laughs> Todd Oxer writes in, if you could start with a fresh name for the PlayStation 5, what would you select? Also... What would you do with the DualShock 5? Would you finally launch an Elite-style controller as well? Todd, what a great choice. Kyle, I think we said it before on the show. Um, I don't actually want it to be called PlayStation 5. I just want it to be called PlayStation.
1: Hmm.
0: Drop the numbers. Interesting. Interesting. You
1: know what I I would do? What's that? Uh, It's just going to be called Play. Give me that Play
0: fuck it, PlayStation 6, we're skipping 5, because this says, that's that's how awesome the PlayStation 6 is. It just skipped it. It didn't even need 5. You know?
1: Uh, or, you know, they have the balls to so just call it the Vita. <laughs> it's it's the Vita. The Vita is back. It means life. Let's go! Oh,
0: it's dead, Kyle. It's dead. <laughs> also, when it comes to DualShock 5, I thought about this on, on my walk to the class um, uh, tonight, and I thought, you know what would be awesome? You know how they have the, the, the headsets, and there's, like, the gold, and then, like, I think it's, like, the platinum headsets? Platinum, yeah. yeah. Do that. Have a controller that oh. is the DualShock Platinum controller. How awesome would that be? And you're buying That'd it.
1: That'd be great, but I'm just thinking of the other trophy levels. Like, you know, gold is is, is probably this tools Jack 4. Yeah. Silver is, like, the, the third-party ones. Yeah. And then bronze is just like an Atari stick, and figure it out. <laughs> They're like,
0: here, we just gave you parts to a Dual Shock. Uh. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Or, or you know, if you want to be mean, you can just say the Vita is the bronze, and you can play your games with the Vita.
0: Yikes. <laughs> uh. Ed- Edward Varnell writes in, asking this question: Do you think Sony wants their first-party developers to design new games in different genres, or do you think they'll only fund uh, and market games from Naughty Dog, Insomniac, Santa Monica, and now Guerrilla Games, while the others are just fill-ins with no push. Mm. Good question. Um, yeah, you want me to tackle this one because I I think we talked about it a little bit actually in this episode. Um,
1: I yeah, I, I will say yeah. that I don't think any games I wouldn't consider them fill-ins. Yeah. Um, I I just think they're not as high of a priority. So sure. like like. Um, the insane trilogy crash like that was that was marketed pretty pretty hard for a PlayStation, uh, and then you yeah. got the you got the other marketing deals like with Destiny yeah. and Call of Duty, and I I think they're okay with that, and I think that's kind of it's working for them. Yeah, yeah. It's, there's no need to to do that. Yeah,
0: yeah. For me, I, I I I feel the same where you're coming from, and I put the cursor on this monitor. Whoops, YouTube audience. Um. I I've, So, different genres, I get where you're coming at, Edward, and I think you're right. I do think they need to start doing more linear-based games, which I think that's what The Last of Us is going to be. I think it's going to be very linear-based. Um, but, like, exploring, like, you know, we already got a ton of RPGs, but, like, what is a third-person shooter looking like from them? What's a first-person sure. shooter going to look like from them? What Give us a turn-based game. Give us something more than what we've seen a lot from Sony this generation, which is mm-hmm. open-world rpg That's elements fair. in their games post-apocalyptic please don't more post-apocalyptic shit don't need it but i think when it comes to who are we going to push well i think they're pushing it like i think they push all their studios to sell and do well and i think where they position their games are very smart like this holiday season we have three or four games from playstation vastly different from each other right concrete yeah. genie uh medieval which is a remake Death Stranding, which is an open-world post-apocalyptic. But then you have Iron Man, a VR title. So they're all getting yeah. pushed, but in various different strategic ways for different purposes. But the sole main purpose is to drive value for PlayStation to get you to buy that console. So, for sure. yeah, that's what I think. Well said. Dude, that was, a, that was listen, that was a Luke lore, Senator lore on the podium. <laughs> uh, let's be clear. Uh, people love PlayStation. Uh, Sasha Malia. Uh, They love it too Uh, This is a Playstation household Uh, With that said uh, The winner gamer writes in uh, L3 up Cross triangle uh, Cross triangle cross uh, Square R2 right Uh, Oh fuck We just activated the winner gamer (laughs) Oh god
1: He's not even trying to hide it anymore He's he's straight Uh, up putting it in there For us to read
0: it He wants to feel the rush of taking a life (laughs) The Winter Gamer writes in, with the next PlayStation... First off, I didn't even look at this question, so it could be completely inflammatory. I just saw the beginning, it's like activated the Winter Gamer. I was like, bam, I'm in. Uh, With the next PlayStation going to be... With the PlayStation going to be... Ah,
1: you had it with the next PlayStation going to be backwards compatible. You Do you think cross-generation play will happen and if so, for how long? Will Sony allow games to be made for PS4? Will the next PlayStation take games started being made for and automatically spec it up to next gen?
0: Yes. <laughs> Can I just say yes, <laughs> right? Sure. Yeah. I think you're going to see their top-tier games going, "Hey, all these games." I I'm, I'm even going all the way back from like maybe even Uncharted Horizon, God of War, Temple yeah. Uh, Bloodborne, we'll just throw it in because the game of the generation. But they're like all 4K, all 60 FPS with the PlayStation 5. And I think Ghost of Toshima, if rumors and hearsay is any indication, uh, that's a launch title for PlayStation 5. And I think it's going to be that cross with PlayStation 4. But you know, understand that PlayStation 4 still has a huge audience. And to just avoid them, like the plague, would be silly. So I think we're still going to see support for him. I just don't think it's going to be all too long. I think like a year or two. What do you think?
1: Yeah. I, I think that's, uh, you know, that's that's pretty pretty great yeah. answer right there. That's what I think as well. I'm just trying to look something up real quick. Okay. Um, but I think it's PlayStation's MO to still have a major game and a console generation and and not forcing the developer to do that. Yeah. Like, I, I remember playing God of War 2 PS2 on my PS3. Yeah. That's where I played it on. Um, likewise, The Last of Us came out in 2013 on PS3, and then PS4 was released that November. Yeah. So, like, the, it's not being really forced to, to automatically push it to the next one. So I, I think they will 100% allow... People to make games like hell, like it for the Wii just dance is still coming out on the Wii, yeah. And I I think (laughs) it still happens, there's
0: still an audience there, still catered to them. But yeah, I think you're definitely right. Like, make your games forward compatible and make them attractive to be purchased on the next generation hardware, absolutely. You know, yeah. Uh, the most famous Seamus I've ever met in my entire life, you could check it and it's a fact. Uh, wrote in asking this, What is a game you had the highest hype for? Only for it to be disappointing slash didn't live up to your expectations. Mine's was Watch Dogs. That one hit hard because I got one trophy left in Watch Dogs. It's a stupid minigame one. Fuck you, whoever thought that is was a good idea. Is it the drunk
1: one?
0: It's like it's you a... have 10 minigames, and if you fuck up one minigame, oh. which is completely bullshit, at level 7, I think. Or 8. Who cares? Fuck that oh, one. Man. Yeah. And, and it's a bronze one. Fuck you. God, oh, that. That's the worst. Yeah. Ugh. You got started at the beginning. Uh, Let me see. Let me look behind me.
1: What is one that was just? That's what I was trying to do. But then I remembered I, I traded my games when I'm done with them
0: normally. I got one. (sighs) You have one? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna say Red Dead Dead Two because that would be that'd be a shit move. I had a lot of hype for it, but I was kind of let down by by it because it just wasn't for me. Again, I know a lot of people love it, but I also know it's divisive. Uh, Fallout Four was a game I was super Mm. hyped for. And then it came out, and I was—I didn't like the building aspects. I didn't like that son of a bitch always annoying me to help the settlement. I just want to be a wanderer. I don't—I don't want to be a fucking governor. I don't want to rule after people. I don't want to be Rick from The Walking Dead. I, I just want to just shoot shit with an awesome laser gun or a mini nuke. All right. Yeah. I don't care. I—I
1: yeah. I think mine would be. Because I'm such a huge fan of this genre, and I was, I was excited for it to be coming back, uh, Rock Band 4. I was so excited for Rock Band to be back yeah. in my life, and I barely played it. I don't know what it was, whether it was the song mm-hmm. selection in 4. Yeah. Um, no Wonderwall, just... and
0: you're like, fuck this game.
1: Exactly. I, I, who Who am I going to swoon to without Wonder Woman? I think that was my biggest disappointment because I so badly love the rhythm yeah. genre, up. and it just.
0: Put a little makeup. Yeah, sorry.
1: Yeah, uh, th- I think that would be my answer for right now.
0: Actually, I got it. Sakura. Not a fan of Sakura. Ah. I can finally say it. I could put it down. I can say it with confidence again. I know people like it. Hyped for it. I am not willing to learn that language. And uh, I'm too accustomed to Souls. I'm too accustomed to the Bloodborns. Can't do Sekiro. Maybe one day I'll give it another chance. But I remember putting hours into it. And that butterfly lady is a bitch. And just kind of giving up after that point. I Was it for me? Was it for me, fam? Oh. Yeah.
1: Oh, my God. I have, an, I have another one. Same. And I should have saw it coming. Just like Persona. Dun, 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 uh, dun, 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 dun. The Order. Oof. Order 1886. I was digging everything yeah. that they were selling, yeah. and then it was just not what I was expecting or wanting. Yeah. Um. And it, it, I still think a sequel would be great if they fix what was wrong with it. They left it open. It never. One. It's never
0: happened. Just like Sunset Overdrive.
1: It's, I know it's not happening. Yeah. But
0: kill uh, the boy and let the man. You
1: know, I bought that collector's edition.
0: Yeah, same here, dude. It's awful. Kyle, yeah. with that, that is the trophy room. A little, a little longer this week, but I liked it. I liked everything yeah. about it. Kyle, before we What's go, up? what is it? Anything you'd like to pimp out, son?
1: As always, I'd like to pimp out myself. Hoot at Ninja73 on Twitter and on PSN. My show all about the Kinda Funny community, uh, Best Friends Talk Funny. You can find that show on Twitter at BFS funny and wherever you listen to podcast services. Um have some really great uh, guests on, um cam who was on a couple weeks ago i'm recording with him after this so that should be out in two weeks uh it's fantastic i love doing the show and you get to meet some awesome people in the kind of funny community and then i do uh kind of nyc podcast uh dollar slice with our newly engaged friends congratulations mike and kelsey um called dollar slice Mm -hmm. on twitter at dollar slice pod and listen to that wherever it's just the nerdy stuff we love yeah man
0: congratulations kelsey and mike by the way oh Oh, god such an attractive couple you know, oh, Jesus, sure. Mike, Oof. Oof. Yeah, she's lucky she put a ring on it. With that, you can find content like this over at Bad Big Games each and every Thursday. Uh, and then also you can catch this podcast every Thursday on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Google Podcasts for the three people that listen to Google still. Uh, on anywhere where there's an RSS feed, you can find the show there. Please rate us five stars. It helps us out. Builds this big, beautiful family that I call home. And so with all that said, with all that out of the way, everybody keep hunting and keep playing PlayStation.
1: Hope you find some cutainment before next week's episode.